So today's Amr is Daf Kuf. And we're starting from the bottom of Daf Sarek Tesem with Beis Amr Rava. And the Gemara was discussing all sorts of different interesting shilas about Eitzah. How Eitzah works. Different. So yeah, the Gemara goes right to this. This shail actually was brought in the Gemara in the first parak as well. Amr Rava, Shitali Mayim Al Gabi Mayim Hainu Anachasad. Let's say you take water from a shisa rabbit and you pour it into a bar which is, let's say, ten tfachim deep and four tfachim wide, it's rishisa yachid. But you pour it onto the water or you bring it into the rishisa yachid and pour it into a barrel. So do you consider that a hanacha? Maybe the water is not munach. You take the water and now the water is just swimming around. So it's not called a hanacha. Rav is the one that holds <coughs> that anacha has to be stationary. So maybe this water is not stationary, right? It's not. It's called. It's, it's like flying in the air. It's flying on top of the water. So he says, no, I know anachasan. When water is on top of water, that's called stationary. Tesis in the first paragraph says that's a derech. Stationary is a kind of relative term. If that's where it's supposed to be, even if it's moving around, but that's its natural state of existence. So then you don't consider it to be uh, moving around, it's considered to be stationary, it's but Egez Agabimayim Ravahol's love Hainu Anachasem if let's say you have a pool of water in Rosh and you throw an Egez, you throw a nut into that pool of water, or into that barrel with water and the Egez didn't land I mean landed in the water, right? but it's still floating around in the water so Rava says I hold, Pshitali that's not called Anacha. The Egoiz is not called Munach. It's not stationary. It's not, not set. Not where it belongs. Let's say you happen to have a Kli which is hanging around in the water. And the Egoiz is in the Kli. So, Do you say that you uh, that the egoiz landed in the kli so the egoiz is stationary in the kli so that's cool, the egoiz is safely in the kli, I mean the kli is hanging around in the water alright, the kli is not so munach, but the egoiz is called munach since the kli is not munach so the egoiz can't be munach which has very mistaken, in the first paragraph says something which I thought was a little Mother to understand Kapshuta, that maybe that's the Urche, it's all totally an Urche. Well, it's not the Urche to put the Kli there, right? I mean, that's the Egoz Agabimayim. I'm saying, Kli Agabimayim is also not an Anacha. So, unless he means that you can't compare it to other places in Shas, like he discusses, you know, the Shailas is a Svina called the Chatzim Mahalechas, because the Svina is not moving, it's the water that's moving. That would seem to be the same type of thing, right? You put something in the Svina, it's called stationary. And he was saying it's called moving. And he said, it's only an urche. But I think maybe the pshat is that, of course, it's not the urche to have the kli there. But the question is, in Hilchas Hanacha, do we say that the whole urche we need is the immediate place of the egais? But we're not talking about, in other terms, when we have other halachas and shasas, it's stationary and moving, that might have different dinim. But as far as Hanacha, but the question is, Urche would have its own rules whether Urche would be totally on its immediate place of Anacha, or since that place, Gufa is not Munach, so it wouldn't work. All right, 
Shemel Gabba Yayin, Machoigas, the Bech of Nur Verabani. So this would also answer this. I mean, it wouldn't be Urcha here. Shemel Gabba Yayin is the Machoigas, the Bech of Nur in their Abonan. Now, what? Let's say you have oil, you take it out of Rishis Rabbin, and pour it into the wine that's in the Rishis Yachit. Would that be called the Hanacha on the Shemel? So that would be Machoigas, the Bech of Nur Abonan, it says. It's not in Shemel, it's Safa Gabba Yayin, Venogat for Yayin, Beshemel, Loy Pasal Shemel. Right? We all know, scientifically, if someone mixes oil with other liquids, the oil floats to the top, the oil stays on top, it doesn't mix. Someone pours oil into another liquid, in this case wine, so it doesn't mix. So the question is, here's the Gemara naming on, if the oil and the wine are considered two separate entities, so the oil is not munach on the wine, Right? It's not the derech, I'm saying it's like the egg is like Avimayim. The, 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 but if it's considered one entity, so then it would be called Munach. Which is interesting, because the Mayim like Avimayim, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's not the derech, you don't put the oil with the wine, right? Terry says, it doesn't matter, it's one entity, and that entity is called Munach. Alright, I'll go upon him. So what's the, so what's the Shaila? The Shaila is the Gabi Chuma, right? You have a Chuma, the halacha is, if a tvul yayim, someone who was tummy, he have a tumma, he tummy, uh, you know, original tummy, original tummy even, right? Someone's tummy. And he's table. So, now he's a tvul yayim. Right? He has to wait for Harif Shemesh. He can't eat chuma, or if he touches chuma, he makes it tummy, puzzle. But since he's a tvul yayim, he already was tar, so if he touches chuma, the chuma doesn't become tame to be metame something else. It only becomes pasal itself. But that's it. The tuma stops there by the, by the chuma. When a tvul yayim touches, and that's why we say a tvul yayim is paisal. That's why we say it's not metame. Metame would imply that it's tame, it can metame something else. Pasal implies it's the end of the tuma. can't be metame anything else. It's pasal. So, that's the case we're bringing here. So the shayla is, if you have wine that's chuma, and on top of it you have oil that's chuma, and the tvulyan touches the oil, so the rabbanan say, all the oil is tummy, puzzle, but the wine is not, because the oil and the wine are considered two separate entities, because they don't mix, and therefore, the tvulyan never touched the wine, he only touched the oil, the oil touched the wine, okay? If you have two fruits of chuma, and the tvulyan touches one, so that becomes tummy, but it's not metami, the second one. But Mechem Nui says, it's one big liquid, even though it's not mixing, it's called one big liquid. So the Tvulyayim touched, the, just like he touched the wine barrel, you don't just say the molecules that he touched, the tummy, right? everything's tummy. The same thing over here. Yeah, what are you saying? The Rav spoke before, maybe I misunderstood, because I was a different sugya, that if a person is on top of a fountain, He's Rishus Harabim, and the fountain mm-hmm. is Rishus Hayochi. Mm-hmm. And what did the Rav say about that? So if he can drink from the fountain with his head over the fountain, he's not called carrying to the Rishus Harabim. But the Rav remembers it all from the bottom. It's a Bifirish. That's because he's taking a Kaili. Right? It's a similar thing here. The Kaili, because the Kaili, because he might, he might, because he might bring the Kaili out. He might bring the Kaili out. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Right? It's similar to what Rebbe was discussing. If you have a barbish that's around, it's ten fachim deep, eight by four. Eight by four. The zarg l'teichem achselas chayiv. If you throw achselas into it, you chayiv. Right? That's kind of pasht. It's just leading up to the next one. If it's chilka b'machzelas, let's say he put the machzelas as a mechitza, <coughs> so now you have two areas. Each one is not rachav dalad, right? It's chilka b'machzelas. He split it up with the machzelas, then you potter, right? then you potter, right? When you split it up with the machzelas, then you potter. Why? Because when you put the machzelas down, it became so you chilka b'machzelas, you potter. So the Mar says, "La Abaya, the Pshita laid the machzelas from a talis mechitza. Abaya that holds that simple that when you put a machzelas in the bar, that's the end of the mechitza because you don't have four tvachim anymore. So kolish can't chuli the vat the mechitza. So chuli is certainly the vat the mechitza. Rabbi Yechon on the Mibaya lechul." Chulia, so Machzalus pshitah deloim about the mechitza. Abiyachan had a question about Chulia, so Machzalus he holds you're not mevatel the mechitza. Why? Because you're not mevatel the Machzalus there. Machzalus not necessarily there to stay. I guess it's maybe better than a dvela, but um, but I'll go upon him. Abiyachan with them on that you're not mevatel the mechitza. Now really, what bothers me a bit with this gemara is the gemara is there's two different questions. One question is, which you could stop ask, right now, is it Ais V'Shesayachet or not? Right? When you put a Chuli in a bar, so of course it's Ais V'Shesayachet, now it's no longer Tent Vachem Deep. If you put a Machzalus in a bar, so here's the question, right? Do you say that it's still Eit Vachem wide? Right? The Machzalus doesn't count. Or do you say, no, you have a Machzalus, so now you, you split it up into two parts. Neither of them are four tvachim wide. That's the end of the Machitzas, right? Could a Machzalus be without the Machitzas? That, that, that's, that's a Shiloh which you could ask even Stam. If, if from now on anyone throws it into the bar, right? If you put the Chuli in the bar, of course, from now on anyone throwing it into the bar is going to be Pater. But if you put a Machzalus in the bar, a Bayez assumption was also it'll be Pater. And you could argue, you could say, Rebbechanan, ask the Shiloh by Chuliya, disagrees. But it's not really connected to the question of silik mechitzes v'anachas chevitz v'hadei adadi, right? And, and that question, there wouldn't really be a difference, I think, between machzalus and chulia. The Gemara is implying that there would be. And the question, when it happens simultaneously, ayichayev apater, to me it seems that that, that question, machzalus and chulia, would be equal about that question. The only reason why Machzalus wouldn't be a Selig Mechitza is Machzalus Be'etzim is not a Selig Mechitza. Alright. Alright, that's what it says. Like we said before, Taisus threw in the, the case of Kaveris. Abaya there in the first paragraph, assumed that when you throw a Kaveris into Rosh Hashanah and you make it into Rosh Hashanah, that would patter, that would patter you. So he was, his question I think was, is that there you have an Asiyas Mechitza and Anachas Chayfetz, and here you have really a siluk mechitza and anachas chayfetz b'hadei adadi. That's what he was a little bit bothered with. But um, but I think I think Taisa says it's not the point. The point is it has to be according to Abaya, it has to be a rishus hachiv subsequent in hanachas chayfetz. It's not good enough if it's a rishus hachiv 
before the Hanachas HaChefetz, it has to be even afterwards, it retains, if Ayyadeh the Hanachas HaChefetz, it makes it Ois Rishash for whatever reason, either because it made a Mechitza, and we're dealing with the Rishash HaRabim, and it made it a Mechitza of Rishash HaYachid, so that was a Vata of the Rishash HaRabim. So even though we're dealing with making a Mechitza, but the point is the making of the Mechitza is, is, is the Paiter. And here, when you're throwing it into Rishash HaYachid, the opposite, the Silik of the Mechitza is the Paiter. But the issue isn't the silik of the mechitza or the making of the mechitza. The issue is if you threw the if you made a hanachas achayvitz and I day the hanachas achayvitz that created a ptur, do you say it's too late or do you say no? And Abai assumed that no. If I day the hanachas achayvitz that created a ptur, that would take a pater. The Amar Abai Bar B'shis Rama Mukasar V'Chava Arba Malayim Mayim V'Zarak L'Teichay Chayiv. If you have a Bar B'shis Rama. And it's ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide. So now that's a rishis yachid, right? And now it's filled with water. So maybe the water, you'll say, well, now the bar is no longer ten tefachim deep. The Torah says the water doesn't affect halachically the depth of the bar, even though it's full of water. It's still considered ten tefachim deep, even though if you don't, if you, if the water would be ground, right, it wouldn't be ten tefachim deep. But it's water. Water is, is you can get through it. You get through it, so that that's not mavatul the bar. If you get through it, you can see through it, or whatever the case may be, or because you're not mavatul it there. But then he says, no, not because not mavatul. Then he says, Malaya peiris v'zarkel hechei pater. But if it's full of peiris, let's say you fill it up with wheat, that's usually when it says peiris, or any any type of peiris, or any type of right. You have an item, you store it, it's a storage bar. That's mavatul the mechitza. Once you have the peiris there. You no longer have a bar that's ten tefachim deep. My tama, my imloy mivatli mechitza. A water is not mivatli mechitza, and peiris mivatli mechitza. But peiris are. See, what rishus yachid do you mean? No, but we need mechitzas. You need, you need. It has to start. It has to start with being ten tefachim deep. So therefore, it's not called ten tefachim deep. It's full of peiris. So byizul shitasu with the machzelas. In other words. Taisus asks a kasha from the dvela, and Taisus says the dvela doesn't belong on the wall. Mm. A dvela shveina lay mavatel doesn't belong on the wall, so it's a totally not mavatel. It's, it's, it's there by kray alma. The payers belong in the bar. Now you don't you don't plan on keeping them there forever, but they belong in the bar. So for right now they're there. That's called a bittel of the mechitza. What about if it's a full house? So what? If it's a full house, I fill it up with payers. A house, because, yeah. So they're, they're the pshat. But since you have the walls of the house, it's not like a bar. You have the walls of the house oh. like a roof. Okay. So in that would be rishus yachin anyway, right? Now Tanya nami yachin azarik min ayam leisratya umin esratya liyam pater. It says if you have a if you have a sea and you throw from the sea to an esratya, meaning to a rishus rabbin, right? Esratya, a uh, highway. Or from the highway to the sea, you pot it. Why? Because the highway is a shizram and the sea is a carmelis. So you're throwing from a carmelis shizram, that's pater right? If let's say you're throwing from the highway to the sea, but the place in the sea where you're throwing to is like a, has like a bar. In other words, the sea doesn't have mechitzas. I know that mechitzas, you, have to, you need a ten tefach drop. You don't have that. 
and it goes gradual, like we'll see in the next week a little bit. But let's say sometimes in the sea you have a pit that's that's levada, uh, which is ten tvachim deep and four tvachim wide. So that's a rishisayachid, even in the middle of the sea. If let's say right, you have a beach, and someone digs in the beach a dugout that's ten tvachim deep, that you could jump into this place and it's ten tvachim deep. That would be Rishisayachid, and you throw from the strata to the sea, but it lands in this place that's ten tvachim deep and four tvachim wide. So you see clearly from this Gemara that Mayim is not Mavatul Machitza. Yeah, I think that Khrainim discussed what if it freezes and becomes ice? Is that Mavatul Machitza? I think that Khrainim have a discussion. It was Negea, because sometimes they had like these, these bodies of water that they wanted to use as a Machitza around the city. Because it was a, it was a, had a bank, and it had a deep bank that was ten tefachim, right? It was full of water. Okay, let's find out a gemara, and it says that, that there's a problem of shemayala yam sirtain. You know that maybe you don't use the yam as a mechitza because maybe the the will end up that will come up with a lot of debris, and then you won't have a mechitza of ten tefachim anymore. Be mivatul the mechitza. There's such an issue also. I don't remember how to deal dealt with it, but I know that Chaim had discussed. But what do you do in the winter? When the water freezes, do you still say Mayim Levatli Mechitza? It's only because the water is not solid. And what's sounded a little bit maybe to be Mekel, and a lot of times, you know, the Chuvas and Erevin, they, they, they needed an area for the city. And then what's sounded a lot to be Mekel. Yeah. Okay. Let's see the next Mishnah. Hazayrik Arba Amis Bekaisel. We had this a few times. We had this just recently, right? Hazayrik Arba Amis Bekaisel. Someone throws four Amis and it lands on a wall. So what's the din? If it's above ten tefachim, kizarik ba'avir. And here the Mishnah teaches you the aside that above ten tefachim, rishisaram is not a rishisaram anymore. But lamatim esarat tefachim, it's below ten tefachim, kizarik ba'aritz. That's like throwing on the ground. And kizarik ba'aritz arba amis chayiv. Right? I think this is the only Mishnah that tells you this din that arba amis is chayiv. There's a lach of arba amis. Gemara said before, Gemara k'miyula. We have a lach of leishim v'sinai. The only half in the Mishkan. That throwing down Amis versus Rabbi Miskayev, right? We spoke. Right? The Balamar says that the Vartis, because the Arab Amis and Makaymer shall chafetz. That's the place. It's like taking it out from Rishisar Yachet to Rishisar Rabbim. Okay. So, Mara, it's the Kash of Halaynach, right? We had this discussion. Didn't land on the wall. So, how could you be Chayef for going on the wall for Tvachim? Didn't land on the wall. It just bounces off the wall. Amar. We're talking about a dvela shvena, a thick um, fig. You throw it on the wall, and it sticks to the wall. That's the case. Let's say you throw it above ten tefachim. So you're in a shusarabim. You're throwing a item into the wall above ten above ten tefachim. So it's not considered like it's landing in the shusarabim. But the question is, if it lands in the wall, in the hole in the wall, would that be considered like it lands in shusayachit? Maybe you'll be chayiv, not for landing with Shisarabim, because that we know above ten tefachim is not Shisarabim. Maybe you'll be chayiv for landing with Shisayachit. So, Bonam lachleikah shemeyev verabonah. Lerameyah da'am achaykik in lahash lamachayiv. 
There'll be a machlekes remei and the rabbanan. The remei that says that you're chaykek and lahashlim. So what does that mean? That means remei holds that when you have an area which you could carve out and make it into an area of ten tvachim and high and four tvachim wide, so it's considered as if it's carved out. Remei holds if you have a wall, it's considered as if it's carved out. lahashlim. If you already have the shear, Taisus said early in the first parak that the Ramea's case is only when you have one of the two dimensions that you need. Let's say the wall, the chayr goes fort fachim through the through the wall, right, on one side, and fort fachim the other way. So you have, you don't have four by four, but you have four by a mashu, and you have also another four by a mashu, so then you can make a chaykakim, you could be mashlim the shir, aydei chaykim mashlim. So that way, you'll have four by four. If you have a, a wall that's ten tfachim high and four by four wide, so that would be already Rishon Sayachit. For the Rabbanadami, ei chaykim mashlim, so you don't have an area four by four wide, so lo'i mechaif. So you wouldn't be chaif. Right? What's the Gemara? The Gemara asked the question, then how are you going to, how's it going to land in the Chur, right? If you can't land in the Chur, kol shuhu. Right? And so the Gemara, the Gemara is in the Zion of the days. So, uh, no, if it lands, yeah, yeah one, one thing, yeah. No, but he said, the Gemara says, no, it could, uh, in a chur it could land. On a wall it can't land. In a chur, nice, it could land. Okay, fine. So the Gemara says, right? Right, right. The Gemara brought that as a raya that you don't say chayri rishisaram rishisaram dummy. Otherwise, the Berachin would have said the landing in the chayr. Tanya namiachi zarek l'malam esar v'lochem nachem b'kolshu ramei mechayev v'chom paitchin. The Brisha says it clearly. Ramei the whole chayik and the hashlam yells that you chayev, and there are bun and hold you potter. Okay, that's the Gemara. Now, next Gemara. Om Rav Yudam Rav. Tehlem is slack and esar mitech arba v'zarek v'nachal gab of chayev. If you have, right, we have before, if you have a mound, an Amid B'Shusa, right, a Sela, or an Amid B'Shusa Rabbim, which is Gevay Yud V'Rach Avdal, it becomes Yerushasa Yachit. What if it's a gradual slope? What if it's a gradual slope? You have a tail, meaning a hill, you have a small hill, and it goes, it gradually, gradually slopes up. Does that make it Yerushasa Yachit? So the Gemara says a shear. The shear is that it's ten Fachim high, when it goes four amis. Right? Arba means arba amis. Right? Asara is Lashin Nekeva. Right? So Asara is, I mean, Asara is Lashin Zacher, I mean, sorry, Asara is Lashin Zacher. Asara is Asara Tvachim. Arba is Lashin Nekeva. Arba amis. So it's Asara Mitech Arba, ten Tvachim by four amis. Vizarek Vanachal Gab of Chayev. Right? Now, what's the share? I always wondered about it. Is it a svar or is it a lachamayshim misinai? It's an interesting shear. But the point is like this. Anything less than this shear is not considered an elevation at all. It didn't go up. You have shalashasaram maslakit and malakit, the Gemara said earlier, right? You can't, Hashem can't be perfectly smooth. You can't call that up. But when you have maslakit yud betaych dalit, it means it goes up ten fachim in the space of four amis. So, then it's called an elevation. It's called it's it's called 
right? That's not called solid. That's not called level ground. That's called the ground is elevated. So therefore, when it reaches a shear of 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 ten uh, tefachim, it already becomes rishisayachid. That's the chayr of the shear. It knows it's steep enough. So you know what? that calls it leinicha tashmishte. It's steep enough that it's not considered to be the ground. That just the ground's getting a little bit higher, but it's not the ground at all. It's it's an elevation. It's, it's something that's going up. Here's a shaila in the Paiskim and a bit of an obscure shaila, but it's like very negaya. That uh, is the four amis, meaning the slope is four amis, right? The, the hypotenuse is four amis. Is four amis meaning the ground is four amis? What's where, where's exactly the four amis here? Right? That's uh, that, that's a, that's a shaila. Right, the, 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 to say that the, the, the ground is for Amis, it would need a little bit steeper, right? No, no, the other way. One second, that the ground is for Amis, the slope is more than for Amis. Okay, if you say the slope is for Amis, that would be steeper because the ground would be considerably less than for Amis. Not considerably, but somewhat less than for Amis, so that would be steeper. Right, to say the ground is for Amis is a little bit of a of a, of a cooler or a chumra, if you want to say to be chayiv. Yeah, Tanya Nami Hachi. Mavish is shovel is Let's say a mavish which is level on inside. Vanasa madrin l'shisarabim, but then it slopes down to the shisarabim. So the question is, if the entranceway of the mavish could be called the mechitza, because we consider like the mavish is elevated from the shisarabim, but it goes with the slope. A shovel shisarabim, which sometimes will be equal to shisarabim. Vanasa madrin l'seichay, and you have to go up inside the mavish to get to the mavish. Ain't it sarach l'lechi v'leikayra? It doesn't need a lechi and a kaira because that's considered a wall. If it's a steep slope, that's considered a wall. The tail, which goes ten, it goes up ten fachim at the same time that it goes four amis, that's considered a rishisayachid. The shell is where exactly is the mechitza? And how do we done it? Where exactly is the mechitza? Like a machlekish of chaim and chazdish a little bit. Avchayim assumes that the mechitza is combines throughout the slope. Every every drop is, is considered part of the mechitza. So the mechitza is like a combination mechitza throughout the slope. It, it like combines, you know, because the heels of the mechitza really has to go straight up. But you have all these points going straight up. Chazish is no mechitza could be slanty. That that area is the mechitza. You know, once you're saying that it's not considered on the ground, it's considered going up. So the mechitz is light if you slant it. You know what I'm saying? The, the mechitz is the, the slant. That's uh, no, if Chaim like assumed that you wouldn't say good asik, Gavna. He just wanted you to make a point with wall. it. You wouldn't say good asik, because you don't have one wall to say good asik on. The Chazanish like, says you would. Yeah, there might be enough communities. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where exactly the mechitz is, where it okay. ends, yeah. 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 Right, right. There might be enough. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, let's start the next Mishnah. It's a big sigil. Let's start it though. Zarek l'teich dalan amis v'nis galgal chutzah dalan amis pater. Let's say someone throws it dalan amis, it lands teich dalan amis. Right? Someone's throwing it in Rosh Hashanah. The lands teich dalan amis, and after it lands, it continues, and it's nis galgal chutzah dalan amis. So he's pater. Then he's pater. Why? Because I assume the pshat is he didn't. Um, that wasn't his, it wasn't his kavana. 
Right? I mean, still going from his kayak, right? But the Pshat is, he was trying to throw a Teich Dal Ramis, and he, he successfully threw a Teich Dal Ramis, but then it continued, and it went Chutz Dal Ramis, so that wasn't his Kavana, so mainly he's, he's Pater. But Chutz Dal Ramis, let's say he threw a Chutz Dal Ramis, then his Galgal the Teich Dal Ramis, Chayev, because he threw it more than Dal Ramis, so even though afterwards it rolled backwards, and it went Tehdal Ramis, but since the original throw, it landed Chutzadal um, Ramis, so he's Chayiv, because it doesn't matter that afterwards it came into the Dal Ramis. So he might ask the Kasha but it didn't land, right? It like bounced right back. <coughs> so the Gemara says, Gabi Mashu. It had to actually land, it had to stop. So what happened? It kind of stopped and then the wind blew it back in. So if it stopped, so then Yechayev, so even though the wind immediately blew it back in, but Lamaisa, you had the Anacha, Yechayev. Tanya Namiachi, Zarak, Chutzadal Namis. If you threw it out of Dal Namis, and the Chfasa Ruach Vichnisasai, and, and the, the wind blew it right back. So obviously, even though the wind took it in again, Potter, because your, your throw didn't have a Hanacha. So even though in the end, right, the wind blew it back, and then the wind blew it again. So your throw didn't have Hanacha. Now the wind blew it back, and now the wind blew it again. That's the wind doing it. That's not you. So even though it ended up where you wanted it, so you're Potter. Right? So now like the mission. The mission says if you throw it out of Dalad Amis, and it blows back, you're Chayiv. Right? But here's as the wind blows it back, you're Potter. But then it says, If the wind holds on to it, meaning it stops, the wind, it's like stops because of the wind. <coughs> so it made a complete stop. Even though the wind blew it back, so the case was where it had a complete stop, and then the wind blew it back. But if it didn't, if it just bounced right back, that's not called, uh, that's not called a stop. I remember when I learned this many years ago, we had a discussion, like a yeshiva discussion. If you throw something on the wall and it bounces back, did it stop on the wall? I don't mean the Gemara's were that it didn't. Well, the Pasha that it didn't. You know, it didn't stop. It went, it, there wasn't a second that it was not in motion. <laughs> it went right back. That's all. I'm no, saying it didn't. Uh, right? If the wind blows it back, it didn't stop. If the means that it, the wind stopped it, right? It was just, it stopped. It had a second where it was just stopped. But if it's bouncing back, that's not called stopping. That's, uh, yeah.